By the way, happy birthday. Side note, Travis's oh, birthday was just a couple days ago. So 38 years young. Woo! But getting older by the day. Every day I'm up from 3 to 6 a.m. ages me a week, right? Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav. I'm a little tired. <laughs> kids, dude, kids. Yeah, they'll do that to you. I am Jason. We're the co-founders of Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. And uh, yes, Trav, we were both just discussing as we hopped on here. We were both up last night in the middle of the night with our kids. And, you know, the trials and tribulations of parenting are real, right? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk time freedom today. Uh, I had the involuntary 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. reading session tonight or this morning or whatever you will call it when uh, the little lady woke me up. And then promptly fell back asleep five minutes later. Good for her. I mean, I'll take that over them screaming, right? But then, you know, your brain gets going and then you can't fall asleep. And three hours later, you're just laying there saying, is it even worth it? (laughs) Do I go back to bed? Can I go back to bed? So um, a lot of these uh, productivity tools or articles you're reading, things like this, books, what, whatnot. I mean, it feels like they can never truly paint the picture of reality, right? There's like the reality of like your productivity system as an entrepreneur, like what you want to do to be productive. And then there's the reality of waking up at three in the morning with your kid, reading till six in the morning, getting up, and then you know, you have the whole next day. Like, is that day really gonna look like every other day? Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. But I think the key, um, I think you're right, but I think the key with that is that when you have a productivity system in place or you become productive, you know, you're scheduled out, you're organized, things like that, that it's the rule. And then the exception to the rule is when stuff like this happens, Mm. when life happens, i.e., you know, what we're talking about or something else, you know, heaven forbid, like an emergency or, you, you know, or even you just have to run out in the middle of the day for something unexpected, what have you. You know, if we 80-20 rule it, like as is famous in the entrepreneurial world, right? If 80% of your time of your days is following, you know, your productivity system or being productive because you've set stuff in place and 20 aren't, you're still going to be really successful. And so I think that's where my head has been at recently is, of course, with little kids and stuff like that, things are going to be up in the air from time to time. But you know, if four out of five days of a week, which would be 80, 20 are spot on or close to spot on, man, I, that's a killer week for me. I like, uh, this line of thought. Actually, I like your rule a lot of that being the exception rather than the norm. We're trying to make the, the good day look like, you know, the 80% normal day that you live. And that's, uh, that's a little bit freeing, man. I, I like that. It, make, it makes, maybe takes away some of the entrepreneur's guilt. 
on those days where things aren't working out, you know? I think um, too, if you know that you are getting better, like, you know, both of us are people who are not, let's say, naturally inclined towards systems, organization, and like productivity. I mean, well, product... I think people who've listened to this podcast understand what I'm saying. Like we're, we're kind of bigger picture, you know, not great at putting in structures and not like having amazing morning routines. You know, I was with my buddy Doug last night. There are people who are very routine oriented and then people who are, who realize that routine is a necessary thing and work towards getting better. And I, would you agree that both you and I are in that latter category of, yeah, I would say we enjoy working on some of the more creative aspects of, the business and, and, and projects in general. And like, oftentimes you need space for creativity and it takes a lot of time and the other stuff. Yeah. We try to avoid a lot of the admin stuff or batch it. And anyway, this isn't a product. I know we're not talking about productivity today, but it just got me thinking because we just came off of uh, this little break, which we're going to talk about today where I actually felt like I had a lot of space to, to breathe physically and metaphorically speaking, I guess. And there were a lot of benefits to that, I feel. Let's let's dig into that a bit. By the way, happy birthday. Side note, Travis's oh, birthday was just a couple days ago. So 38 years young. Woo! But getting older by the day. Every day I'm up from 3 to 6 a.m. ages me a week, right? <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. I Yes, we, today what I want to talk about, what we're going to dive into here falls under, if we're looking at the triangle freedom, Jay, financial location and time freedom, right? And that's what we are gunning for, for all of you who are listening to help you create a lifestyle that gets you to the triangle freedom, financial freedom, time freedom, and location freedom. And you probably will not get all of them at once. Uh, it, they will not come all in one, like snap your fingers and you do one thing and you have all of them. It is a process and it's an ongoing process. And it's one that will document and have been documented over this podcast for a hundred episodes or more. Uh, well now much more. So today, what I wanted to dive into is this idea of time freedom. And usually when I think about time freedom, especially in the beginning of this journey, I thought of it in the scope of nine to five work. Okay. I don't have to wake up at a certain time and start working at a certain time because I don't have a regular job or a boss. You know, I don't have to get into the office. We say nine to five, but we know most people's schedule is probably not exactly nine to five. That's a catch-all for this idea that you're working for someone else usually and you're, you have a set time that you're supposed to be doing certain things. So mm -hmm. I thought of it in that regard, right? Okay, time freedom. I, I don't have to do that. I can pick when I want to work, when I'm waking up, what I work on, blah, blah, blah. You get to set your own schedule. And that is a huge, huge part of time freedom. And in fact, you know, I think in a day-to-day -day sense, it's one of the biggest benefits of creating this lifestyle. But the other side of time freedom that kind of gets pushed from my mind some is the bigger idea of time freedom, which allows for time completely off from work. You know, if you're in a traditional job, a lot of times in the US, this is two weeks a year and it gets kind of scoffed at by us and by other people in the world or like two weeks of vacation a year, like that's crazy. You know, but even as you work your way up or you're in other countries, it's three, four, five, maybe six if you're really pushing it, right? Um, I think this, this part, Jay, is hard for most entrepreneurs and it's been difficult for you and I as well 
to build that in. Like we might scoff at, oh, two weeks off or vacation a year, right? How could someone live like that? But if I look back over my last five or six years and ask myself, hey, how many weeks did I actually take off for real? The answer is not even two weeks. And that's not to say I didn't have weeks or you didn't have weeks where we'd work very minimally. But as far as being completely off, it, I mean, a handful of days a year, if that. And this year we made a commitment to going dark the last two weeks of the year. So we just came back um, on January 4th. And so we and the team decided that we were going to go dark and not put out any, well, content was getting put out, Jay, but we weren't recording new content, you and I, we weren't having our team meetings every week. We weren't posting in our location in the community. Like to the outside world, we were com- had gone completely dark. And then you and I and and most of the team said like we wanted to go at least a week, week and a half without doing anything as well. And I well I'll ask you, how many how long did you go without doing I guess what I would call any type of work? Was there was it a good like a whole five day work week stretch? You mean when we went dark and we weren't doing right? Like, like, were you doing any, because I know that I started getting antsy and last week, even though we were dark, I started dabbling around a little bit, certainly not working as much as I would have, but I started like getting in there, looking um, at some stuff, recording a few EPOP podcasts, things like that, that were fun, but they are classified as work. So I'm wondering how long you actually took away and didn't do anything. Yeah, I was probably, I don't remember exactly, but maybe it was about a good five to seven days. And okay. then I, I had to, I had stuff I had to do on the admin side before the end of the year that we don't need to get into, but it was just a lot of financial things and different things that need to be done and actually spilled over even to yesterday, which is annoying and is still going on. But I'm, I'm kind of batching those tasks at the end of my creative work day. But anyway, yeah, it, it's, I wanted to go back to something that you said earlier because you know, maybe I'm having my biannual existential crisis with working online. I don't know. But does biannual mean every two years or twice a year? Twice a year. Okay. I thought so. <laughs> I, I, I Okay. Around New Year's and like usually in the middle of the summer. There you go. You know, okay. when the weather's nice and you're like, what am I doing in front of this computer? But it used to be for me, you know, I worked in events and that was very much in the physical world, in the real world, which is where we all live. Right. And sometimes we, I think we forget that. But you, you mentioned something that kind of caught my attention when you mentioned productivity being, you know, these days you wanted to live your ideal day being the exception or when you couldn't live your ideal day, it was the exception rather than the norm, right? Yep. With our work, somehow, every, every, this is a lot of people, I feel, the internet kind of started off as like this tool and you had a lot of leverage with it. But now it's sort of become this thing where it's like, the exception is being in the real world rather than the norm. You know what I mean? I completely know what you mean. And I and think a lot of people that, out there in the workforce know, know what you mean. I don't know if that's very healthy in the long run. You know, it, 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 I remember when I was working events, again, real world type of job. Like when I got on the computer, my mission was to like finish my paperwork as quickly as possible and then get off of it. And that usually took an hour or less. So I was maybe on the computer an hour or less four times a week. And that was pretty much it. 
Can you imagine? Um, Can you imagine? Imagine right now someone said to you, you have four hours a week to be on your computer. Go. Like that, that might actually be a challenge. Like that could feasibly be a challenge that we give ourselves at some point. Now I know we, you know, it'd have to be like now at this point, computer and phone, because you could do a lot from your phone too. But um, that does make me realize like, what if someone said that to me, what would be the essential things that I would have to do? Right. Yeah. So the, you know, the value in the time away was to me, it wasn't like the time away from work as much because like a lot like you mentioned you kind of alluded to it really quickly but a lot of the work we do is fun like this isn't i don't feel like i'm working right now recording a podcast with you like i would we would be having this conversation anyway it's just fun to to record and a lot of the things we do are fun some of the things we do aren't so much fun and then we try to like get some help on those things and really stay within the things that we enjoy doing and that's what we try to do for our team as well um of course it's not always 100 percent the way it can be because that's just reality but but you know, the time away wasn't like the time away from work as much because I, I enjoy my work and I love that we can help other people do things. And that's where the excitement of the internet comes in, like the leverage of you can publish a podcast and a lot of people can listen to it. And you might be able to help people that are just like walking around going about their day and, and get them thinking in a different way or give them a new perspective or whatever. All that stuff's exciting. But being in front of the screen isn't always exciting for me. And the time away was really not time away from work, but the time away from being on the computer and having computer-related obligations and getting back into the real world 80% of the time and having the 20% of the time on the computer, which to me is kind of the end goal. If I think about time freedom, like if I wanted to have like a super idealistic end goal, I would imagine like I'm just coming up with this now, but that flipping that 80-20 and making my 80% of the time being the real world and 20% of the time being mm. on the computer, what? I mean, that would be like... What do you think that would look like? Like, what would your, because that is an interesting, I I think you're right. I felt the same way. It wasn't that I was so excited to get away from work, although that was nice. And and I'll get into that lesson a little bit of how it freed my mind to think a little bigger. But I agree with you that it, it was getting away from the screen and basically the constant pressure that a screen puts on you because as much as we talk about trying to be proactive versus reactive, and that's a huge message that we, we put out there and a huge way we try to lead our life, the nuts and bolts of it is that when you're on a computer, when you're on a screen, even if you're trying to be proactive, there's a lot that make you reactive, that makes you reactive. And... So I, what would that look like for you if, if it was 80-20? And we're not talking about like 80% of your life is away from the screen and 20% is on because, you know, the, the, but what if you were to say, I, that's how I want my work life to be. I want 80% of it to be like not on the screen and 20%. What do you think you would do? Like, how would that change your role and the way that you thought about like this business that, that we run that, that some of the people listening know pretty well if you're in our location in the community. I don't know what 80% off the screen in terms of work would look like. I don't either. <laughs> I really don't. I'm trying like, to think of it. And that's it, it, something I have to I have to bookmark and think about. Yeah. But uh, I will say the other big thing about going dark and being away, and this is to speak to you and all the other people that are working for themselves or are trying to work for themselves or maybe you're starting a side hustle, whatever the case is. I think the biggest thing for me outside of being away from the screens, this was where the emotional, uh, sort of the, the lightness of the going dark and the holiday break came. 
it was this feeling of like not having the responsibility of running a business for a couple weeks, even though we have our business and we, you know, we know it's still there. Right. But like, it's like our team got a break and there weren't all these like sort of tasks going on all the time. Like there normally are. And it was also this, this sort of like, and maybe it was uh, like an illusion I built up in my brain. Right. Like this idea that, Oh, well, I don't, I don't have a, like, it's like, I don't have a business for two weeks or whatever, a week and a half, or maybe it was a week until I did the whatever, had to do the admin tasks and things like that. But for the most part, we weren't in it. Yep. And it felt so good to not have the stress of that and to not think about, all right, well, how are we going to like generate more income and how are we going to do this? How are we going to impact more people? Like all this It's not like I didn't think about those things, but I, I really tried not to because that's where the feeling of being able to breathe came for me from the break. I completely agree with that sentiment. If, I, if we're look, talking about lessons, I agree that one of the major lessons for me was if I was thinking about that stuff, it, it came in like, I, I, the word light is the word that keeps coming to mind that you use. It came in a light way. Oh man, what type of impact do I want to have? What do I, like, how do I see, you know, what, what's five years look like? 10 years, 15, but it, it, it was like a thought exercise versus the stress of then saying, okay, well, what does that mean? Okay, well, what should I do? All right, well, it has to happen day to day. And like right. you mentioned then, on top of that, we didn't have the added layer of the day-to-day -day pressure of meeting with the team, answering questions, having them ask us questions and, and us ask them questions, you know, which we love working with the people that we work with and, it, and we think we have a really good structure, but it's nice that everyone gets a break. Yeah. And I think what I realized, and this is a, a positive thing, is like you're just not as important and your business isn't as important as you make it out to be. Like we could take two weeks off and nothing is going to change. The world isn't going to end. It doesn't, it, it actually makes us probably better when we come back because we've been able to be refreshed. And so I agree with you that there, there must be a stress or a level of stress on us that comes with waking up and saying, all right, is there going to be a fire to put out today or tomorrow or not even, and you know, maybe it's not even a fire to put out that, that makes it sound like too drastic, but what are the things that I don't know are going to come up today that are going to come up that I'm going to have to deal with? And even if they're positive things, it's that bit of uncertainty, right? And not having that by saying like, Hey, no one's checking in. There's nothing happening. So no one's going to ping us with something out of the blue. We're not going to ping them because it's a two-way street. It's not like, you know, they don't have this stress either. People who work with us have the stress too. Right. It was really, really freeing to just say nothing's happening and I'm not worried about anything. I don't care. Like, I, I, I you know, it, it was great. It also felt good to know that that was happening for our team. Too, exactly. I mean? Well, like right. I don't really want it to just feel like that for us, but then us come back and then be like, I can't believe you're way too weak. That, that's exactly my point. Like, because it's the whole company, there's no worry because yeah. if they're doing what, what they, what they want to do, that's they're staying away too. Right. Everything, everyone mm -hmm. should be staying away for at least a week. It's hard to put a, like a value on it. Right. That, that's the thing. I guess that, that's where the term invaluable would, would come from. Right. It's like, you can't, you, you shouldn't measure everything, 
sometimes, right? So like you could say, all right, well, let's say you have the type of business or the type of side hustle, or you're, 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 you're maybe freelancing and you're trading time for money and you go dark and you're not billing any hours. Well, on paper, you're not generating any income, right? So maybe that means you're taking a step back or I guess it depends on how you look at it, right? But if you give yourself that mental and physical space, physical space, I don't know, maybe from the screen or whatever, a lot can come out of that. A lot of things that could maybe 10x your business in the long run in different ways. And maybe revenue isn't always the thing we should focus on, right? What about our mental health? I know Chris is buzz- buzzing us out. Chris, we, we got a few more minutes because I got another point to make that's that's in line yeah. with what Jay is saying. So sorry, Chris. It's just that... um. Yeah, I mean, this is this is where maybe the existential crisis comes in around this uh, around this break because it's like, well, we're we're all are about the lifestyle. We talk about it all the time, and we do live it. But sometimes when you get that break, you realize you're maybe you were too caught up in certain things, and that pressure you were letting it get to you a little bit too much, and it just I don't know gets you thinking in a different way. It's it's easier to say and harder to do. So even though we're telling you. Hey, the way that if 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 you like what, how how we go about this and the way that we are trying to let's say judge our lives is really through the triangle of freedom, right? You mentioned this like maybe it's not all about revenue and you're right because if you look at the triangle of freedom, Jay, financial freedom is just one component and financial freedom doesn't even say more revenue either. That's that's another kind of misnomer that we'll get into in another show is that you know, more more money or more revenue for the business or whatever doesn't always equate to financial freedom for a multitude of reasons. But mm-hmm. even if it it does, and even if the word revenue you used was meant to equate to like having more money, right? That's just one part of it. And so when I look at it holistically, you know, what I'm trying to do is look at it and say, where am I most aligned with all three of these? Right. And usually when you're shooting for more money, you're pulling away from one of those other ones at, at least. Not always. Right. And sometimes it's a season where you're like, hey, I'm going to give up some time freedom f- to do this. But what you should be shooting for overall is where am I? Where am I the best, most centered version of these three things? Financial time and location freedom. Right. And so you're completely right that the ROI in a financial sense might be, okay, you missed an opportunity, even if you're not trading time for money. I mean, if we had worked these two weeks, maybe there was an opportunity for us to squeeze out some more money, end of the year, blowout sale, whatever. Yeah, who the Bring heck knows? Bring another partner, whatever. Right. Like, there's a lot but, of things you can be doing. Right. Like, cause that was a big thing for coming to our one launch of our, our side house success challenge. I was like, should I be reaching out to people? Should I be reading? Like I could get more yeah. people to promote this, blah, 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 blah. But it was Christmas. And I'm like, no, we said we weren't going to. And I don't want other people to be working during this time. Right. So like kind of live what you yeah. live, what you preach. The other thing that I wanted to mention here was another lesson that I learned, Jay, kind of piggybacking on what you just said is I didn't have any great epiphanies. It wasn't, you know, I I might've gone into this thinking, oh, two weeks dark, like, wow. What is, sometimes you go in with these expectations. What is going to happen? You you feel like you're going to come out the most enlightened human of all time, right? I didn't have these crazy big epiphanies, but I think a lot of what happened 
are these seeds were sown that I don't even know what the benefit is going to be right away. Now, there are some benefits tangible that you and I just discussed that we are seeing show themselves right now. This, this feeling of lightness, this, this less stress. You know, uh, I took two days away from the screens totally, my phone and computer. So it wasn't even like on my phone. And that was incredible. Uh, you know, I don't have to get too much into that. But that was an amazing two days where like I realized how obsessed I was and addicted to my phone. And that just that clarity of like, oh my gosh, you grab for your pocket like seven times in this last hour and you don't even realize you do that, right? Mm-hmm. So those are like things we see right now as we're recording coming out of this and that's great. But I didn't have a crazy big epiphany, but I know that there are some things that I've started thinking about that further down the line, I'll look back and I'll say, man, that, that, that idea really started to germinate when you had those two weeks off. Mm. right? Or you had that idea before you never gave it any time to think about, then you did. And now look at what it's doing. Or like, Hey, you finished reading this book, get a grip and this book traction. And you gave yourself time to read it because you weren't involved in the business. And oh my gosh, now you might implement this system into your business. And that's a real tangible benefit, right? So I guess my point to that is that if you go in with the expectation that you're going to do something and you're going to come out and it's going to be the most amazing thing ever. And I'll give you one last example. And I know we're going over a little bit here. My buddy did a 10 day silent meditation. Right. And after it, I said to him, Scott, who did it? uh, My buddy, Scott Brills. Okay. And he came to my house right after he was done because it was in Delaware for some reason. And he came right from there. He drove to my house. So I kind of expected him, you know, 10 days silent meditation, the whole, you know, I, I kind of expected him to get to the door and it to be like a bit awkward, right? Because he's a really easy guy to get along with and talk to. But I thought maybe he would be different. Like he's this different guy. He's enlightened or he doesn't know or he doesn't want to jump back into the real world. And what I found was like he was the exact same person and he was really craving conversation and he wanted to go get a cocktail. And that's like what Scott would be in any situation. Mm-hmm. And so it's not like, oh my gosh, you did this and everything's so different. I even asked him, well, how, do you feel different? He said, yeah, I do, but not, not overtly, not in the ways that I thought I would. And I think this is going to take a little bit of time to show me how things might be different. And I think the same way the same thing is true for when you take time away from your normal day to day, you get off your screen, you maybe stop your business for a week or two, or you just put your phone down. I mean, for it's 24 true hours. for when you just, Hey, say, screw it. I'm not doing anything more. I'm going to take a walk right now. Right. It's a, on a, on a, it's a micro version of what we're talking about mm-hmm. going dark, right. Or taking a couple weeks off or whatever the case is. I, I do want to give, we like to give a, practical takeaway from each episode if we can. And I think the one that I want to give in terms of like going dark or making time for yourself, or if you have a business doing this with your business where you just like shut down for a couple weeks or a month, or maybe, you know, you structure it in a way like we, we say we release the, uh, the lifestyle launch Academy and then we bring like a cohort in, then we know how long that that cohort is going to be a part of it. And then we know we can create like, we'll call it breathing space in between launches or whatever the case is. Lifestyle business, going back to that, right? If you're able to create space or gaps within projects or, you know, building chunks of time off like we just did where we're like, all right, it's the holidays. We're going to go dark. We're not going to do anything. We let everybody in our community and on our newsletter know and made it like an official thing. So we want to practice what we preach. This, uh, going back to the triangle of freedom, 
you could slot this under this idea of guaranteed time freedom, right? So we might get caught up in our business. We might have all these things going on all the time. We but will. We, Let, let's say we, not we might, we, we most like we will, at, you, yeah. everyone will get into that yes. go, go, go mentality at some point. But if we schedule these things out, if we schedule a period for the business to go dark, and I want to talk to you on our, on our call later about maybe doing this in the summer as well, you know, so we could do this two times a year. Um, if you plan out your launches or plan out your, or, or structure your business in a way that gives you more time freedom, you can look at certain things and go, all right, well, you know the things you're going to get caught up in, but you know there are certain things that can give you guaranteed time freedom, right? So how do we build in more guaranteed time freedom into mm-hmm. our business so we're getting the balance of that angle of the triangle, right? Yep. Uh, that was just the, uh, I guess, the not so much a challenge, but as the uh, 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 so, uh, something to spark your thought as you go about your day today. And listen, if two weeks scares you, make it a week. If a week scares you, make it three days. If three days scares you, start with one Friday off. Whatever it is, as Jay said, put it on your calendar and it gives make it you- a thing. It make, make it, it a thing, thing and then add to it and then add to it. We This is the first time we've done it for two weeks. You know, we've been in business seven, eight years. This is the first time we've done it for two weeks in December. And, and we've always said we want to do it. And finally, we just said we're doing it. And now we like that really worked. Maybe we add in another time in the summer, as you mentioned. So make it a thing. Don't try to bite off too much and then fail at it, right? Just do what you feasibly can do. Make it a thing. But you have to, right? Because as an entrepreneur, the the the, the natural inclination is to scoff at people with only two weeks off of work for, for vacation and then give yourself less than that. So uh, make it a thing and and put it on your calendar and and go and do it and give yourself some breathing room and you know it'll pay itself off in spades. So um, I'm glad Jay we got to chat about this. You know, with everything that we talk about when we talk about people in Lifestyle Launch Academy, it all comes down to to making a plan, right? Like you know there are going to be times where your motivation wanes, and that's why you need accountability partners. You know, there's going to be times when you when you get go 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 and you kind of lose perspective on the big picture stuff and that's why you have these built in you know times off you know it's just putting these catch-alls in that help you pull yourself out of your natural inclination every so often to give yourself the space and time that you need well i think uh just to to wrap this up i mean this to me is kind of what summarizes my passion for lifestyle business, if we're going to use that term, right? Which is essentially we're talking about helping you start side hustles and things like that. But we're doing this through this lens of like, look at your lifestyle that you want first and then build your business around that. What that does is generates an awareness around your quality of life, right? So talking about time freedom, location freedom, financial freedom, the triangle freedom is really about... That this awareness around you know having a more holistic, healthier overall daily life, right? And not just mindlessly being like an entrepreneur is just going to dive in, you know, burn the midnight oil or whatever, all that kind of stuff. You know, have the hoodie up and I'm going to code for like 80 hours straight. You know, all these sort of images that we get of the hustling entrepreneur, right? The the lifestyle business thing is about awareness around. A healthy lifestyle. I really believe that. A holistic. And that's lifestyle. why I love it because it keeps it keeps me no matter what. If you're in the startup world, if you have a big idea, small idea, you can still 
incorporate and go through that lifestyle business lens. And it, it I, I'm really, I really believe it makes you better at business because you're building it in a way where you, you sort of protect that lifestyle. It's like you're, you're going to build that as like a bubble and try to protect that at all costs. Uh, but you have to know what that is, right? And it just brings a lot of awareness to various aspects of your business that are very easy to get sucked into and caught up with. And next thing you know, you've like burned through weeks and weeks and you realize you're burning out because you haven't gotten outside to take a walk or you haven't spent time in nature, whatever the case is. So um, yep. anyway, just some food. That bubble, that lifestyle bubble makes it sustainable and enjoyable as you're doing it. And that's yeah. really what we're shooting for. Absolutely. Thank you guys for joining us today. Thank you for for joining us as we come back from going dark. Although we were, and that's the other thing we were putting out episodes as we were dark because we had batched them and put them out. And we talk a lot about batching this podcast. We made a plan. We made a plan and we had it go out and it didn't depend on us doing it at that time. Um, So thank you guys for listening. If you haven't ever been to our website, go check it out. Hop on the email newsletter. That's the best way for you to keep up to date with everything that we're doing. There's a lot of cool stuff that is happening as we record this at the beginning of 2021. Some huge plans for 2021. So go over to locationindie.com. Sign up for that newsletter. Um, You're going to get a few goodies and then you're going to be kept up to date about all the neat stuff that we are doing. So thank you guys for listening to us. Protect that lifestyle, make a plan, and onwards to the triangle of freedom for all of us. Take care and have a good one. See you guys.